Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Guest Thursday, uh, and we're excited uh, to have very special guests. Uh, we've actually he- heard them on and had them on before, and they got to share uh, their wonderful stories. So, Kathy, uh, since you understand who these are, why don't you introduce them, and, uh, and then we'll talk to them. Yeah, these are two of my favorite guests for real. I have been accused of saying everybody's my favorite. <laughs> But these really are, as this is my oldest son, Joshua, and his wife, Emily, who um, have newly moved back to New Hampshire just in the last couple of months. So this is their third time being on the podcast, actually. And um, I've hyped this story a little bit to anybody who will listen, um, reminding people there is a great story here of God's faithfulness um, that I'm excited for them to share. I know they're excited to share how God has led through this last season. So, yep. Yeah. And why don't you start uh, by reminding everybody again, uh, how long have you been married, uh, where you met, um, and then uh, what were you doing down in uh, Maryland? And then you could then we'll start having you share what happened from there, because uh, that's the last time we saw you was you were you were down there uh, doing some work. So uh, why don't you kind of give us a, a little bit of an update on that? Then we'll have you start sharing your story. Sure. So Emily and I have been married uh, just about three and a half years. Um, so we got married in May of 2019. I uh, got married after our junior year of college, did senior year married together. That was a blast. That was also the year COVID hit. So we had a ton of time just to invest in our marriage, which was a huge blessing. Where, uh, where, when you were at college, where was that? That was at Baylor University. Ah, Baylor. Sikkim Bears. Sikkim Bears. You know that Joshua goes to school there, right? Our son, Joshua. That's right. I remember that. What year is he? He's a He's freshman. He's a freshman. Yeah. Having a great, having a great time. And, uh, okay. He's uh, football games. He is, yes, and Run he's the line. yep, and he's uh, he was in. I guess at, at homecoming, they have this very unique and extensive parade. Yes, uh, and uh, we were we were told, uh, hey, you got to watch this live uh, because it's something special. So okay, sure. So um, they have the local uh, news feed, and you can you can stream it. Uh, so we're streaming it, and Josh, <laughs> Joshua's an ROTC, and he's marching in the ROTC band, you know, or not band, but the group. Um, and it was really fun to uh, see it. And he's already adopting these great traditions of Baylor, and uh, so he's he's loving it there. So you guys met at Baylor, got married, lived there. Did you live in an apartment there? Yeah, so got married after our junior year, um, lived in an apartment in Waco for senior year and a couple months following it, kind of during the, the first peak of COVID and everything. Um, and then from there, we moved around a good bit uh, for that first six months to a year um, during training for my job. So we were in 
Georgia, and then we're in, in Atlanta, and then we're in Salisbury, Maryland, and then we finally settled in Lewis, Delaware, which yep. is on the eastern shore of Maryland, Delaware. And so uh, that's where we had been for the last couple of years up until just a couple months ago when we moved. Yep. Um, and so I work for a company called Shaw Floors uh, or Shaw Industries, and I was on the commercial flooring side of the business um, selling in that eastern shore area. Um, and then Emily, I'll let you kind of share what you were doing. Um, so I was working as the finance director of an anti-human trafficking organization in Delaware. Um, and I still am actually, mm -hmm. um, I moved remote, but, um, that was the job that God led me to, um, pretty soon after we moved to Delaware. Yeah. I think that was the story we shared last time. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was cool to see how God just orchestrated all of that, you know, orchestrated Emily's job and just so beautifully aligned everything. Yep. Um, and then in the you know in the midst of that and in the time shortly thereafter, we really started feeling like God was prodding us um, to move to New Hampshire. And there's a couple of kind of way back when things that God spoke that had sort of gone dormant for a couple of years while he really established us in Delaware, built up community for us there, um, brought a lot of different pieces together. But I remember back when we were in college, um, probably... It was the summer Probably. after your sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. So going into <laughs> junior year, um, see, mom remembers all these things. So <laughs> I do. I hug on uh, these promises. <laughs> God spoke a couple of cool things to you, which I'll let mm -hmm. you share in a second, um, but spoke some neat things to us too. And I remember, and we didn't even talk about this earlier today, but it, it just clicked for me and I remembered it. Um, but I remember being in college and Emily and I still being relatively new to hearing the voice of God and walking that out and, mm -hmm. and stewarding it we heard God tell us that we were going to go back to New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And so we got so excited and we immediately FaceTimed my family and we're like, we're coming back to New Hampshire. Just totally jumped ahead of God. Like, you know, <laughs> put the cart before the horse. Like he said it. So it's happening. It's happening now. We're going to get so excited about it. Did not really understand what it looked like to steward what God was saying at the time. And so then we went through these couple of years where we weren't coming back to New Hampshire and God was very clearly calling us to the places that we we're in, in Delaware and Maryland. And so there was, in the back of our minds, there was kind of this weird dichotomy of, okay, this is something he promised. And we think what happened was he was promising that for a long-term promise. It was not, hey, you're going tomorrow. Like yeah. We were still in college. Yeah, let's stop um, there. Just stop there just for a yeah. second. Um, this is uh, illustrating some a truth that we all need to receive. Um, <laughs> God will speak a lot of interesting things uh, remember, uh, one of the roles of the Holy Spirit in John 16, 13 to 15 is I got to tell you of things to come. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he speaks it. Now we tend to uh, take it as fantastic. Uh, let's go. Uh, great. Um, and he, he, he reminds us two things. One, I said what? I didn't say when. <laughs> uh so you got to be careful. He said, be careful that you now understand what, and, 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 and of course, this is what we all typically do. Like you described what you did is like, okay, okay, great. Hey, we're coming home. Um, and God said, well, son, I didn't say that. Um, I just said, I just said New Hampshire and what I need you to do now, which is what you wound up doing is um, help me understand what all that you're saying about that. And all he's really saying is pay attention and understand something. And I'll show you what that means, including, and, and again, this would be the beauty of, uh, of what he kind of did say to you is 
you finally understood it was yes, but not yet. Um, And then you shifted, okay, well, what do you have to say to me now? Well, I got this other stuff for you to say. And you said, okay, I got it. And, and that's how it works is, do I understand it? Am I under, cause he could have said it is now get going, let's go. And, and uh, so there's no, no system to it. It's just, you are going to hear things. And the key is don't interpret it yourself. Keep going like you did with, well, let's go see what else, what he has to say about that, you know, if and when. And a real simple example, when our ministry was growing, we heard, um, I want you to, to uh, get a new piece of property and build a, build a retreat home. And again, I've learned already by then, because I did what you guys did, uh, not to do that of, well, just, okay, I'll go get a piece of property and get going. It's no, I'm just alert, alerting you to this. I'll let you know when and how and if and how this is going to work. And it may take a couple of years. Don't worry about it. And Okay. Uh, so that's the fun of it. So thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, so then you were uh, you kind of understood that. And then you were uh, doing all these things down in Maryland. Uh, tell us more than. than yeah. you so, so so my part of that is there was you know, this summer that he told them hey, New Hampshire, I'm, I'm putting on your heart, New Hampshire for the future. I also remember back in the day, the first abide retreat that Dan and I came to and mm-hmm. met you and Linda for the yep. first time. Yep. Um, and you had us do that exercise on writing out the desires of your heart. Right. Um, one of the desires of my heart on there was indeed that all of my kids would settle back in this area and we uh, would all be together. Oh, that's neat. Isn't that fun? Yep. And um, in praying into that over the next year, God gave me this promise, Isaiah 64, lift up your eyes all around and see, they all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you will see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy. Um, so that was a promise that he gave me back then. And even as he gave me that, I felt like he was giving me permission to pray ahead of that permission to believe for it. But he, I actually felt like he told me this is coming. You don't need to force it. You don't need to rush it. Things will take place, but know that this will come. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of neat. It is kind of neat. So there was a did you share that? Did you share that with them at that point? Uh, did I? Yeah. I think, I think pretty did. early. I Because we were communicating it. that we wanted to come. Right. Uh, right. So everyone was kind of like, okay, so God's speaking the same thing to us all. Like, we'll see when it happens. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, great. And so then, you know, so that was all a couple years ago, a few years ago at this few point. A few years, yeah. Um, and then fast forward, Emily and I are living in Delaware. I'm working in Delaware and Maryland. She's got the job at the nonprofit. Um, Work was going really well for both of us. Uh, I'm in sales, and so the role that I was in there um, was also sales-driven. You know, numbers were up, things were going really well. I had a great team, great boss. You know, really enjoyed all of that a lot. And you learned um, a lot there. Learned a ton. Yeah, just got a ton out of that role. Um, really loved it, and and hadn't hit a point where you know things were kind of leveling off or capping out. Like there was still you know more room to grow, and so really had no reason to leave that job or anything. Yeah, we were in a great spot. Um, we loved our community, loved our church. But then in, was it March? You it guys March, yeah. So back I have in no cards March, yes, we got all no cards because we won't remember otherwise. <laughs> um, but back in March, God really started laying it on um, each of our hearts 
but it kind of reminding us again, you know, it always been in our hearts uh, to move back to New Hampshire one day, um, but started reminding us of it again. I'll kind of let you jump in with what you spoke. Yeah. So um, we kind of assumed again with the, um, you know, okay, so he moved us to Delaware. So we probably are going to be here for three to eight years. I don't know where we got that from. That was just where we were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we're going to be yeah, here sure. for a while. Yeah, sure. Why not? The norm like for Sean, the job. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So there is some logic, bad logic, but some logic. <laughs> um, but we were kind the, of the, the, key, like, the key word there that you just said is logic. <laughs> Well, our lo- our logic says, you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we were, you know, we were assuming this is a temporary, but kind of a long-term temporary place for us. Um, before God eventually does call us to Northeast, we believe He's going to. Yeah. Um, and so at the time, um, I had just, I had just gotten in my new role yeah. at um, Zoe Ministries. Yeah. And um, we were, we had just resigned our lease in February. Um, we, so we knew God was saying, just stay in this apartment again. Like, I'll show you what to do next year. Um, and come March, like the beginning of March, I was just spending time with the Lord, um, minding my own business, not talking to him about <laughs> New Hampshire at all. And out of nowhere, he's like, Hey, M, um, I want you to enjoy living in Delaware through June. And then we're going to hit the ground running. Let's get your debt paid off and then listen intently for my instructions. And as he said, um, we're going to hit the ground running. I knew that he was talking about our move, whatever, wherever we're going. And I felt like it was to the Northeast. Um, So in this, in this word that he's giving me, he's one saying like, okay, your debt's going to be paid off in June. And then I'm going to, I'm going to reveal everything in the move. It's like, you're moving (laughs) after that at some point. Stop, stop Um, just a second there. So um, when you received that, what were you doing uh, at the moment when you received it? Because it sounds like you weren't saying, are we going to move? What, yeah, what, yeah. how were you, how, what were you, where exactly were you and what were you doing that God interrupted you and said, Hey, by the way. So he was talking to me about, I was in Romans 11. Um, and he was talking to me, uh, talking to me about the depth of the riches of the fullness of God and yep. the perfections of the abundance that he gives. Um, which is funny. Um, because so I'm sitting on this, he's asking me to meditate on this space of like the riches of my abundance. And out of that came something that had been on our hearts, but I was not currently asking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the point I would like people to understand is that you were just abiding. Yeah. Uh, you were in the word guy was saying something to you about something interesting to you. That's cool. While you're abiding, and remember, he's just giving you truth and helping you understand truth. Hey, and this is how beautiful God is. He said, hey, by the way, yeah. uh, this applies to you right now. And I have something specifically to say to you. I'm going to hit the ground running. And you really kind of understood it. So you're really talking about us moving. He said, yeah, you know, and that's how it works. In other words, it's not, you know, um, am I, am I, am I, am I? It's rather you're just, you're just with them. And then he says, hey, by the way, <laughs> uh, I've got uh, something I want you to understand right now about my will for you. Uh, it's, it's really cool. So thanks. Thank you for sharing that. That's exactly how it works. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, so, yeah, that happened in March. And I remember just ta- I looked up at Josh. Like, so we were spending time with Jesus across the couch from each other. I looked up at Josh and I was like, you're never going to believe what God just told me. Um, and so we began a journey of praying ahead of that. We did not reveal that to anyone. 
Um, that was not something that I was sharing um, with my job, with his job. Like that was something, you know, okay, God's promising us this, but we have You're no logistics around this. Yes. At the moment. <laughs> yes. Like there's no, there's no real lot, like anything to share that's tangible here. So we're praying ahead um, and seeing what God's next step is for us. So we prayed for two months. Um, and then I'll let you kind of take over from there. With, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and right after God spoke that to Emily, I was on a trip with my team from work. Um, we had won a team competition the year before. And so we all flew out to uh, Greenville, South Carolina, spent like two or three days just racing BMWs. It was the, the most fun trip. Oh, <laughs> Nate. Which would have liked that. He liked that. Oh, man. It was awesome. Okay, it was now, okay now stop just a minute. Where's that at? <laughs> I'm going to go there. I want to go there. Yeah, Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, there we go. Um, but that was awesome. So we're down on that trip, and I hadn't really been, you know, looking for a new role within Shaw or anything like that. Um, but there was a new sales manager role that opened up in the region next to our region, um, and I was not remotely qualified for it, nor was I interested in it or anything. Uh, but one of my teammates, one of my buddies that was on the trip with me was, and he didn't have his phone on him. And so he was like, Hey, can you hop on Shaw's website and see if that job has been posted yet? Because the second it got posted, he wanted to send in his resume and, and application and everything. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll look for it. So I pull up the link and I'm scrolling through and it's, it hasn't been posted yet, but I didn't know that. So I'm scrolling through every job in Shaw looking for this regional manager role um, for my buddy. Okay. And as I'm scrolling through, one just like jumps off the page. There was a Cortec role, which is our premium brand. It's, you know, it's a great product to sell. It's a little bit more lucrative. It's fun. It's, in, you know, it's uh, just a really neat product. Um, and the town that was listed on it was my hometown. And so, you know, you'd cover a, a larger area and everything, but the specific town that they called out was my hometown. And I'm like, oh, this would be Perfect. Like I'm going to take all these 500 products I have, reduce it down to like 30, make a little bit more money, like do a, a high-end premium product and live in my hometown. Like this is perfect. And so I was asking God what he wanted me to do with it. And he said that I was supposed to reach out about it. And I was like, all right. So I started getting a little bit excited. Um, mm -hmm. And long story short, had some good conversations with people for you know the, that next week or so. Um, but by the time that everything came together, like, Hey, you know, before you reached out, there was this candidate, we already pegged him. Um, but like, you know, you're going to be first in line for something down the road. And in the next year and a half to two years, there should be something that opens up up there. Um, and it won't be that brand. It'll probably be a brand that I wasn't as interested in things like that. Um, but we knew, Hey, like there's, you know, there's an opportunity in the next couple of years for that to happen. And so we were, you know, we were grateful for that. But we were a little bit bummed that, you know, we had seemingly missed the boat on this opportunity and everything. Um, and then a couple, you know, fast forward a couple of months and we get to May and did we find out about turf before what happened next? I don't remember. remember at some point along the line, Josh was made aware of the sports turf role that he currently holds, um, and was encouraged to ask around and, um, later in the month in the end of May, and we'll kind of jump backwards in time mm -hmm. a little bit here in a second, but later in the end of May, he had a call with someone that was currently in that role, just in a different territory in the United States. Um, and basically was very unimpressed with what that role looked like it would be like. Um, for in that, in the territory, he sounded, it sounded like a lot of traveling, yeah, a lot yeah. of just um just the role you... sounded really really fun like the the job sounded great the team was awesome the people were great 
but it was a ton. What it had been portrayed had been to me described, was yeah. that it was a ton of travel, like just yeah. constant overnights. Um, and I was, I was like, well, what's the point in moving back to close to home, close to family? Like, if I'm never going to be home, yeah. And so, so that like purely just that travel side of it um, was really kind of something that turned me away from it. I was like, man, like I like I know God's not calling me into a role that's going to have me traveling everywhere because of the promises that He's spoken and the callings that he's put on each of our lives and what he wants us to invest in. Okay. Like, st- I know he's yeah, not. Yeah. Stop, stop right there a minute. Um, yeah. That you're seeking truth. There's, there's a, wow, this is interesting. Um, and then you get some information. Hey, by the way, it's going to be a lot of travel all the time. And yeah. okay. When, and then when, remember when you're seeking God's will, it's always based on the truth that you know and you trust that truth so that you automatically knew, well, that isn't God's will. Uh, because why? Well, because you're committed to each other. You know something about marriage. You know something about the way you're going to live. You know what your other callings are. That it could be a really neat thing, but if it includes that that I know isn't true, then it's a no uh, right. per se. Uh, so everybody, as you're seeking God's will, um, you stand to what you know to be true and you, and you, you don't compromise that, uh, because this is where people get in trouble. Well, yeah, we're supposed to be together, uh, all the time, but Hey, this is a great job and it's great money. So I'll take it. Isn't that God's will? And God said, well, that doesn't line up with what I already told you. Uh, right. so you're, you're illustrating something beautiful and it wasn't that difficult. I know for you to just say, you know what? I can't do that. Um, and of course, Emily says, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, th- so, good conversations. Um, and so I reached back out to the, the person in HR that had reached out to me about the role. I was like, Hey, I, I really appreciate this. Like it means a ton. Um, but we're, you know, we, we just don't think it's the right fit for us and, you know, appreciate it, but, but no, thanks. Right. A couple of weeks go by. Um, and actually that weekend, so called, turned that down. Um, and not that it was a formal offer or anything, but you know, the, the, the opportunity to have the interview, to have the conversation, yeah. turn that down. Um, and then we were actually driving up here for Memorial day weekend. Oh yeah. Um, and so then there were a couple of things I think that you had. Yeah. So I'm going to jump back in time in the beginning of May, we went to a prophetic ministry training or like encouraging night at our church that we were um, a part of. Uh, um, and they had, they brought in, um, a, a couple who was very gifted in the prophetic, um, and, was giving words to each of the um the couples there that night there was like seven i think that they Mm -hmm. gave um and we were one of the couples that was receiving a word that night um and it was a very long word (laughs) i will not go into all of it um but it was really it was sweet in the middle of it um god said to josh specifically hey your promotion is at hand um like it's coming and there were no specifics but like we we hadn't even heard about the turf opportunity. We hadn't heard any, like nothing was on the plate. Um, and he was saying, hey, promotion is at hand. Um, and so we're sitting here like, that's cool. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, and so um, fast forward a little bit. So we, we went to Memorial Day weekend. He had already kind of said that wasn't a great fit and kind of set it aside. Um, so our plate is empty again. Um, 
but you are still on yes. alert from yes. the promises he's given in the past mm-hmm. and then the prophetic words spoken over you keeps right. you in alert mm-hmm. mode god's doing something we're not really sure what yet but yeah. he's yeah. up to something and we saw nothing on the horizon i mean we were we were blind to everything god was doing at that time he had not revealed anything but we knew what he said was true and so we were praying into it still um and about a week after we visited the Riponis for memorial day um god was prompting my heart to ask him um because i was asking for like for god to give me a word through someone else later that night at a prophetic ministry thing he was like why don't you just ask me right now if I want to give you a word. And I said, okay, God. <laughs> and so I did, I asked him and what he told me was, um, very fun. Um, so he told me, um, that one. Oh, I skipped that one. I skipped that one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So in May, at the end of May, his, um, God told me his promotion was coming by the end of the summer. So the promotion that referenced, um, in the prophetic word, I knew that God was saying, Hey, that is coming by the end of summer. So he gave us a date for that, like a kind of a a timeline for that. So we knew it was coming. And then, um, and then God told me that time that I asked for a word from him. Um, he told me, Hey, um, you're going to be in New Hampshire by September. Like the move will happen fast. You're going to be there by September. And this was at the point where there were no job prospects out there for like there's you know nothing on the horizon mm-hmm. um that we could see and uh and then you know kind of contrasting to the conversation we had earlier about when he first told us about new hampshire it was this place now of okay god's saying this is the timeline and we're going okay but like we want to steward that you know we don't want to again we don't want to jump ahead um but we really feel like you're giving us some very clear specifics here um, that sometimes he speaks and sometimes he doesn't. Um, but like, you know, he was just really clearly saying, Hey, like you're, you're going to be up here by September. Um, and then a day, a day later, two days later. No, no, no. Um, so at, right after he gave me that word, he said, and by the way, fine. call Kathy and ask her if I've told her anything. So, and then I'm going to yes, pass so it off. Separate, <laughs> separate from like, I don't even know this word that he has given her about September. Um, that previous week I had been dialoguing with God, um, and not about the move even. So I, I pray into the move. It's on my list of unresolved issues. It's on my desires of my heart, but I'm camping it there and just trusting he's going to do his thing and his timing. And honestly, I'm seeing so much fruit where they're at in Delaware that in my mind, that wasn't coming super soon because I just kept seeing God is so using them and growing them with Zoe Ministries, with what he did in Shaw at the church that they were at and the things they were being used for there. It just all, it didn't seem to me like the timing was yet. So I'm dialoguing with God about (laughs) my concern about Caleb's bachelor party. (laughs) So that the wedding is coming up in January and normally Josh and Emily would come spend like the week after Christmas with us, but the wedding is January 8th. So in my mind, I'm like, how is that going to work? God, how, you know, how are we going to play getting to have Christmas together and um, Joshua being able to be a part of everything he wants to be a part of with Caleb. Um, And we had even already talked about as a family, we can bump Christmas to the week after, but I'm still just dialoguing with God over this, you know, you know, is this really going to work? Are you going to give Josh the days off to enjoy this season with Caleb? So again, not talking about the move and the word I got from God that morning was, oh, don't worry about it. They're going to be there for the wedding. In fact, you're going to enjoy the fall together. Hmm. Wow. That's fantastic. 
Yep. Yeah. And yeah. so she tells me that after I call and her. I never, yeah. But I never shared that with them. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's one of those treasure in your hearts, Kath, and just see what God does with it. But I yeah. didn't want to share that or, or put any pressure on it. And right. she's like, hey, I just really got a prompting from God that I'm supposed to ask you. Has he told you <laughs> anything about the move? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, this is at the end of our time, so we'll pick this up for next week. But um, when you were receiving this, but you didn't have any real specific opportunity how did you handle that piece of it where well i'm hearing it but we don't see it how did yeah. you how did so you handle that 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 was a really <laughs> unique season for us because up to that point we had seen god prove himself faithful on so many promises over and over and over again none of which had a specific timeline set to them and so we're like you know so he says this is what's happening. And at that point, it was what? In, Late May, early June. June, beginning of June. And he said, by September. So even if you give him to the end of September, then he's got June, July, August, and September. So to a little under four months. Nowhere. To make yeah. something appear out of nowhere, <laughs> get it all squared away, and have us move there. And we're like, all right, like we've seen him do this on promises where he hasn't put a date on it. And like now he's just showing off, like he's putting a date on it. So <laughs> we don't know how to handle this. Like we're just going to kind of sit back and and see what happens. Like we're going to ask each day what we're supposed to be doing and just steward that. And you know, somehow he's going to pull it off and enjoy um, the fact yeah. that that's something he was giving to us and mm -hmm. trust that it was going to come, but enjoy the season of, Hey, he's promised us this and we will get to enjoy this. Yep. At some point. Did you, uh, did you have a sense spiritually that you were saying, yeah, I don't see it yet, but I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what faith is all about. See, it's, yeah. uh, and by the way, it's kind of testing you, and you kind of just said it is, well, if you, if you really believe it, then you can enjoy the next few several days, weeks, until I show you, because you're not saying, well, I don't think this is going to happen, or I doubt if this is going to happen, or we're supposed to go do some work. You just said, well, I believe what you say. I don't see it, but I believe what you say. And that's what faith is yeah, all about. There's some know? great anticipation of, oh, what's this going to be? Like, yeah. that, like they were excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember. To see how he was going to pull this yeah. off. I remember all of us getting on phone calls or FaceTimes and like getting excited about like, oh, we're going to do this this fall. We're going to do this. And we're like, we have no idea how this is going to work yeah. out. But like, we're going to start planning all the fun activities we're going to do in September, October, November, because we're going to be there. That's faith, um, yeah. And so then after that was when it, and we'll kind of get into this next episode, but after that was when everything, to use a phrase from earlier, like really, you know, we really hit the ground yeah. running. Yeah. Right? Yep. Things took off really fast. So yep. that was fun. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll pick it up from there. Uh, a great story already just of, of uh, God said, hey, by the way. Talking to Kathy, confirming it, talking to you, confirming it. However, at this moment, and we'll pick it up next time, you actually don't have a specific thing that you can go do. So, <laughs> so that's going to be interesting to see what happens. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll pick that up. Thank you so much for sharing, both of you. Uh, and uh, Kathy, we'll see you uh, tomorrow for End Times Friday, and then we'll pick these guys up again next week. Yeah, you guys, listeners will have to make sure you join in next week to hear the end of the story. You got to hear the, so. end, the end of the story. That's going to be the punchline. So we got to hear that. So, <laughs> yep, we'll see you soon. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, 
God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.